What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, TV host by day, Healthy is Hot founder by night, and health and life coach in between. Also, I'm a big fan of sweatpants and a nice glass of red wine. And from hashtag to movement, we here at Healthy is Hot believing that loving all sides of you is what is healthy, and let's be real, healthy is hot. In this podcast, we invite you to join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals who are living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part, how health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, just a heads up, we don't really hold back, so there might be swearing, there's definitely going to be some laughing, and hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed here, you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. HIH community, you are getting two Chloe's today, that's right. I have a guest named Chloe, who also spells it with a C, which I think is pretty cool. Coach Chloe's in the house. She is a certified personal trainer, group fitness instructor. She's all about healthy eating for weight loss. She's an on-air fitness expert for CTV's The Social, and she is also a WW coach on their D360 app. We have a pretty awesome chat. She's a mom. She's busy. She's all about strength training for women and finding movement that makes you feel good. I know I'm incredibly inspired by her. Not to mention, she was recently included in Strong Fitness Magazine as one of their women to watch. And after today's episode, I think you will agree that she is one to watch. I love this chat with Chloe. Chloe squared going down right now. It's really, really great to connect with you on the podcast. You and I have cross paths many times in our lives, especially in the TV world. That's where I met you. And since then, you've kind of carved your own path in the fitness and wellness space. Um, And it's been such a blast to follow along on social media and just watch you shine and grow. But for those who are new to you and new to the sweat movement, like who are you? What are you all about? And how did you get to where you are now? Yeah, um, so... Yeah, I started off in TV. I went to school for television, was very, and still am very passionate about like television production. And um, uh, so how I got into fitness was kind of funny because I'd always grown up being really active, playing on sports teams and dancing. And then I landed some roles in TV and I was on set for like these really long hours. And as you know, there's something called craft services on set. (laughs) and the craft table and for me it was like all this food that my mom would never buy growing up and it was just readily available all the time and I remember being a production assistant on set and just eating all the time and then like after a couple months of that I just truly did not feel like myself like I wasn't you know working on set you're on set for long hours I didn't have time to you know take care of myself And so I decided that I was going to take control of my health and wellness again, and I was going to join the gym. And I've always loved dancing. It never felt like a workout for me. And the first class that I went to was called Body Jam. And lo and behold, the instructor in the class was the national trainer for this program. So right after class, she came up to me and she said, you look like you were having so much fun. Would you be interested in teaching classes? And I was like, what? (laughs) 
okay, yeah. And then I kid you not, like three weeks later, I was doing like the training for Body Jam and I had been teaching for nine years up until I had Jasmine last year and then COVID kind of shut everything down, but I was teaching Body Jam for nine years. And that's kind of how I like fell in love with fitness and um, coaching. And then I became a personal trainer. And then four years back, I think it was, or three years actually, I decided that I wanted to share like my fitness persona on social media and, you know, show what workouts I was doing, show what I'm eating. And I came up with the sweat movement. And that's like my fitness account where I just share all my health and wellness tips. And that's kind of how it fell into my lap. And then because I come from the TV world and I was like the producer that was used to booking experts to coming on for shows, I was like, hey, I can do this. So then I started pitching myself to be on the social and to be on, you know, CBC as a fitness expert. And that's how I became an expert on TV. So it kind of all came so full all, circle really yeah. fast. <laughs> can you imagine if you had gone to that body jam class, the very first one, and maybe your schedule was like, didn't work that day. So you ended up going out the day before the day after, and you didn't get to meet that national instructor who saw something in you. Um, it's clear you were having a blast that day, but sh like she or he, sorry, I don't even know, but they, they saw something in you. They were like, whoa, there's a spark, there's a fire. And you said yes to the opportunity, which I think is really great because sometimes life throws you random opportunities and maybe they don't necessarily fit in the plan or you weren't expecting them. But in that mm -hmm. moment, when life does throw you an opportunity, you, you have a chance to say yes or to say no. And you yeah. took a chance on yourself and you said yes. Yeah. And I haven't looked back. It's It was one of the best decisions I've ever made, for sure. Um, I've learned so much about, gosh, like just like wellness and health. And I feel like back then when I first started teaching, um, I really, I like, obviously I truly enjoyed teaching, but when it came to like fitness, my mindset was different. I really just wanted to like get back into shape and get a six pack and look good. And now as a coach and a fitness expert, it's more about feeling good and all those like internal benefits as opposed to the external benefits. So young Chloe nine years ago and Chloe now, like my, my goal and my why for fitness has definitely changed. So what is your why now? Well, now I'm a mom. I have a 16th month old little girl and I, my why is like to be there for her as long as I yeah. can and to be like the best example of a strong healthy woman for her too yeah. and it's so funny because she literally is 16 months and if i say let's squat she knows what a squat is and i just think that's the funniest thing <laughs> funny cute and also like i can't wait to see what jasmine becomes in life because she's got an awesome role model like you are out there modeling that movement is an awesome part of your day to day, it brings you joy, it brings you passion, yeah. and kids pick up on everything. So the fact that you already have a little one who is down to squat and she's down to play, like that's gonna be really exciting to watch unfold. Yeah, I feel like she's gonna be a force to be reckoned with for sure. <laughs> I feel like you need to be in the shape that you are in just so you can keep up with your little one. <laughs> so true, so true. Um, 
something that you said when you were sharing your story of how you got to where you are is you when you decided to go back to the gym and you decided to focus on your health after all the craft services, which by the way, healthy is hot audience. It is unbelievable. If ever you have a chance to be on set of a show or a movie, the craft services are next level. Every type of nut you could imagine, candy, they, they, <laughs> they bring snacks multiple times a day in addition to your meals. It's very hard to say no. And I'm with you. Anytime I'm on a set like that, I can't help myself. I don't know if it's because growing up, we just didn't have a lot of that stuff in the house. And it felt like a real treat or something that only other kids had at their houses. But even now to this day, like in my thirties, I'm like, Ooh, I'm like candy, chocolate, peanut butter, snacks. And like, I gotta, I gotta hold back because otherwise you just don't feel so good at the end of the day. But it's always, you have to mention to you that it's always in like this very convenient spot like it's always seems like to be in the place like you have to go to the bathroom you're passing craft services before you get there (laughs) oh it's it's the best part about doing an onset but it's also very very hard because I always end up with a stomach ache but like when you decided after that after that craft services experience that you had or multiple experiences you decided to start moving again and i love that you went back to something that brought you joy because i think sometimes mm-hmm. with fitness there's a real barrier for people because in their minds or what society has told them or what media has told them that it means heavy weights or grunting through it or you know another item on your to-do list or something that feels stressful or but it, like I love movement that brings you joy. And ever, for everyone, that might be something different. Maybe it's dance one day. Maybe it's a walk. Maybe it's a hike. Maybe it is lifting really heavy weights because, like, personally, I find that really empowering. But you yeah. got to find movement that makes you happy. Because if it's something that just adds stress to your life, when we already have so much going on, um, everyone's got their things that if you're saying yes to yourself and you want to start moving, I love what you shared, Chloe. And that's, you know, do something that you enjoy, do something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. No, you hit it like spot on so many times. I hear people say, Oh, well, I, I got to go for a run now. And it's like, well, you don't really sound excited about it. It's like, yeah, I hate running. So it's like, why are you, why are you running? Why are you eating a kale salad if you hate kale, right? Like do things that you enjoy that don't feel like a chore because then it's more likely to become a habit, one. So it won't feel like you have to force yourself to do it. But also I just feel like life's too short to do things that we don't like. And the great thing with movement is there's so many different types of ways to move that I promise you there is a way that you will enjoy, whether it's walking Mm -hmm. or swimming or dance or Pilates, the options, or like you said, lifting heavy weights. There's so many options. And I'm like a big fan of trying something new just to see if you like it. And if you don't, hey, you don't have to do it again. You hear you hear that, people? You don't have to do it again if you really hate it. I'm, a, I'm of the mindset that I'm like, give it a chance a couple times. Like I like to bring it back to snowboarding or surfing. Painfully difficult when you first start out. Like not fun, not enjoyable. Like you end up with bruised knees, you swallow seawater. It's tough. But then after the third try, after the third day of doing it, it's it might click. 
So I, I maybe I'm a little bit more intense, but I'm like, try it a couple of times before you bail, because sometimes there's that like learning curve, like your body's not used to it, but you're so right. Like if it doesn't work for you, then just bail. There's like Pilates, mm-hmm. there's bar, there's hit, there's running, there's biking, there's swimming, there's so much out there. And movement should be something we look forward to. It should be like, I think it's just the most beautiful form of self-care. I agree, especially like as a mom now, my movement time has truly become my time. It's like Mm -hmm. the time I get to just do something for me, you know, throughout the day, either I'm working or I'm being a mom or a wife. And the time that I get to just sweat, I like so look forward to it. And I truly feel like if I don't get that time, I may not always be the nicest person. It might rhyme with a witch. I don't know. But I need that time for me. I really do. And I and I strongly encourage it to like other new moms too. And I think it can be like a little intimidating in the sense of like as a mom, when you're first like a new mom with a young baby, there's so much to do. And you just feel like, how can I get this time? And I'm so tired. And I always just advise new moms, like even if it's 10 minutes, 10 minutes for yourself. Oh, what a difference that makes for your mind. I've, I've been there. I've seen it. And I've seen clients who have said the same thing. And like, when you start off with 10 minutes, a lot of the times what end up happening is you're like, oh, wait, I can do another five. And then that five minutes goes by and you're like, oh, I got another five. And the next thing you know, you got a 20 minute, you know, sweat session in for you. And I think that's like, it's the best. Yeah, no, it really is. And looking at it in small increments. And also if all you have is 10 minutes, that's great. That's a win. Mm. That is 10 minutes more than not moving at all that day. And I know for me, for a long time, I struggled. Like if I didn't leave a workout absolutely drenched and it wasn't 45 minutes to an hour, then what was the point? I had a very intense all or nothing mindset. It was either I was really, really strict and so clean with my food and there was no wiggle room or well, what's the point? And I was very similar like that with my workouts. And thankfully over time and a lot of like deep work, I'm, I'm slowly getting better and, and looking at the wins. And if 10 minutes is what you have, then 10 minutes is a win. If five minutes is all you have, then five minutes is a win that day. And maybe the yeah. following week, you know, you can look at your schedule. Maybe there'll be bigger pockets where you can kind of carve out a little bit more time for yourself. I can so relate to what you just said with feeling like you need to be drenched after every workout. I used to be that same way all the time. I was like, the harder intensity, like I wanna feel like I'm gonna puke when it's done. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I know I, you know, I made it count. And now like, I like those workouts sometimes if I feel like it, but I've really embraced the low impact workouts. Um, I think they're great. They still, you're still going to get your cardio in. you're still going to get your strength training. Um, you just, you're not going to feel like you're going to die at the end sometimes like you would in some of those classes. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like as I get older, not that I'm ancient or anything, but I do notice a difference in my body. Um, and just my energy levels and in my joints, like high, and I'm a, I love running. So I will always do high impact, um, sports, but I do balance it out because otherwise I start to notice that there's some aches and pains and I need to focus more on recovery. And that's something too, that's changed with me. I don't know if with you, but again, back to that all or nothing mindset, recovery, stretching, warming up, 
fueling properly, hydrating properly after workouts was just something I didn't, I didn't care about. I didn't think about, I like kind of, yeah. I, you know, you know, the importance of it, but I was like, I got other stuff to do. So I'm going to maximize my workout. I'm not going to worry about the rest unless I absolutely have to. Whereas now, and the more I learn about recovery and sleep and just how our bodies operate, it is so important to rest, to recover, to sleep, to hydrate, to make sure those electrolytes are coming in. Um, and I know that you're like a, such a well-rounded coach. So in that department, like how important is fueling your body? And like, do you have any tips for us who are still stuck at home and, you know, the kitchen is like an arm's length away and, you know, you, you feel like you're hungry all the time. Maybe it's just boredom. <laughs> oh my gosh, the COVID boredom, constant running to the kitchen for a snack, but you're not hungry, but what else is there to do but snack on something, right? Oh my gosh, we've all been there. But it seems like there's a window, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully. But um, in terms of like fueling yourself for workouts, what I would say is if you're eating a well-balanced diet and not saying that you're on a diet but like how you're eating call it like i'm so mm -hmm. conscious cautious of the word diet but yeah. not saying if you're on a diet but the diet that you eat if it's well balanced you you generally don't really need to like have a pre-workout snack or a post-workout snack um i'm a fan of three meals a day plus two small snacks um protein of course to help keep me satisfied. Um, I love, my husband makes fun of me because I can eat oatmeal every single day. Like, and he's like, you're eating that slop again? And I'm like, yes, I love, I love oatmeal. It just keeps me satisfied. And the great thing about it is that you can just um, add different toppings to it. So every day it feels like I'm eating something different. And now that the weather's warming up, I'm going back to my overnight oats which is like cold oatmeal, which not everybody loves, mm. but I think it's, I don't know, oatmeal for me and like oatmeal raisin cookies, oat milk, oatmeal. I like love oats just in general. <laughs> Amazing. So a Chloe approved meal, everyone, that you can have every day and you can spice it up how you like it is oatmeal. Yeah. Maybe just top it up <laughs> with some crumbled oat meal cookies, maybe just a little drizzle of oat milk, make it an, make it an oat party. Oats on oats on oats. Yeah. And I think that that's really key too is, I mean, everyone's different when it comes to breakfast. Like I'm someone who I don't get hungry and I used to try to force myself to eat breakfast because breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And, but like, if I try to eat first thing in the morning, I want to vomit. Like I just want to vomit. So I've kind of found what works for me. And um, obviously I need nutrition first thing in the morning for my brain and just to get everything going. So I like to put MCT yeah. oil and collagen in my coffee. And at least I, I know mm -hmm. I'm getting a little bit of fuel until I get, I'm starving and then I just want to eat everything around me. And I do, but it's important to have stuff stocked in your pantry and in your kitchen. Like, I think that's where we can set ourselves up for success um, totally. to kind of help with, you know, the boredom snacking, just fill your fridge and pantry with things that a again, you're going to enjoy, we're kind of going back to like bringing joy to being healthy, but also that you know, you can quickly get yourself situated, create a nice little plate, that's balanced, you've got your protein, you've got your carbs, you got your healthy fats, um, and your veg, oh, I just forgot vegetables completely. 
Um, and I think that's really key too. Like, I don't know if that's something you find with your clients. It's just like, you got to set yourself up for success. And yes, it takes a little bit of planning and yes, it takes a little bit of energy, but the energy you expend on planning and setting yourself up for success will be nothing compared to the energy that you gain as a result. Agreed. I'm really big on setting up your environment for success, specifically the kitchen. And there's a few tips of like how you can do that. Like you were talking about stocking up, you know, your fridge with some fruits and vegetables. What's great to do is to keep your fruits and vegetables at eye level in the fridge so that when Mm. you are, you know, having that COVID is, um, you know, you're at home and you just feel like you want to open the fridge for no reason. The first thing that you're going to see is some fruits and vegetables. And usually what we see derives like how we act and the behaviors we do. So we'd more, be more likely to reach for our apple and our vegetables, as opposed to like, for me, I love cheese, but I have to leave it mm-hmm in my fridge door on the highest level so that it's not the first thing that I see when I open the fridge. Cause if it is, I'm going to eat cheese every single time. It's and then like the same thing for your- you're going to see the cheese and you're going to be like, I need the cheese. Yeah. And then it's like the same for the freezer. Like if you have um, like ice cream or more of like the, um, the foods that, you know, your, your treats hide them in the back of the fridge. So that's not the first thing you see or your freezer rather. So it's not the first thing you see every single time. Um, another way that I set up my kitchen for success is I leave a big tub of water on the kitchen counter. So when I come into the kitchen, I see water and I'm like, oh yeah, I should refill. Or it will remind me either that I haven't drank or that I should drink, you know what I mean? So um, those are a few little tips that you can do to set up your kitchen for success while we're all home. Those are great tips. Those are really, really good tips. The eye level thing is key. Um, I also, we always typically, I shouldn't say we always, I don't know what anyone does in their fridge, but what I used to do is I would wrap up my leftovers and maybe I would wrap it up in something opaque or, you know, those reusable kind of beeswax wrappers, which are great. But the thing is, is they hide what is inside. And so we kind of forget about these awesome, healthy, nutritious, meals Mm -hmm. that we've like saved for ourselves and instead what do we see we see the things with like beautiful packaging and marketing tools like all over the place that are just like meant and designed to draw us in and sometimes those are not always the healthier options so keep your food visible that you want to eat more of and keep your treats just a little bit tucked away it sounds so simple you guys but our brains really like they want efficiency. So like when you see something and you're hungry, you're going to go for that first thing. Um, so might as well try to like trick your brain, do a little do a little mm-hmm. hacking and put the things that are aligned with your health goals on that specific day. Yeah. Another thing that I'm a big fan of, and this kind of came from being a new mom that was like never getting enough sleep and just being tired mm. all the time um, is meal planning. So I'm a big meal planner on Sundays. I'll do my grocery shopping and I'll plan my meals out until Wednesday. So I know at the beginning of the week, I don't have to worry about what I'm going to eat. And that just takes the friction out of your day of thinking of having to ask yourself, what am I going to eat today? You already know. And like, it does take a little bit more effort at first because you have to 
figure out what recipes you're going to make. Then you have to go to the grocery store and make sure you have those things. Then you have to come home and put away all the groceries and wash <laughs> the fruits and vegetables. I'm not making this sound sexy for anybody right now. No. Wash the fruits and vegetables <laughs> and then you have to cook it all. But I promise within the week, you're gonna save so much time. And it's just so nice to know as you know, you're going by your day and it gets busy that your food is already made and it's ready for you. Yeah, because decision fatigue is a real thing. And on weekdays, you know, that's, we've got so many decisions to make on weekdays. Hopefully, like if you are working a Monday to Friday job, then maybe Sundays are a little bit more relaxed. And I'm all about making meal prep days like a vibe. Like I like to put on music. I like to, or I like to FaceTime friends and family. Um, I like to try to make it more enjoyable because I'm with you. It is a lot of work. Like, I don't want to lie to you guys. It's time consuming, but what can you do to make the whole experience more enjoyable? Um, yeah. So that way you can look forward to it. And okay, maybe you didn't make it sound sexy when you sold it, but like it's going to be sexy Monday to Friday when you don't have to worry about what you're going to eat and you are going to probably be less tempted to order pizza, which might be like your Saturday treat night, which is awesome. But, you know, if you're trying to eat whole foods in the week, then meal prepping is a great tip. Love that, Chloe. I love what you just said because it's called temptation bundling. Basically, when there's something that you have to do and you pair it with something that you love to do. So let's say, you know, you want to start meal planning, but and you feel like it's something that you have to do and you should do, but you don't love it. How can I pair it with something that I truly love to do, whether that's FaceTiming with my friends or listening to music or watching a movie or listening to a podcast so that it makes that experience and that new habit that you're trying to form a lot more enjoyable. So I love that tip. Yes. And I feel like you're just nerding out on science right now, which makes me really happy because that's all that's my background as well. Um, and I, I just want to end by congratulating you on something new that has been added to your life. I'm not talking about your little one, even though she's brand new as well. Um, but you just joined the WW team and their D360 app that launched in Canada, um, which I think is so great because their approach to health and wellness is incredibly holistic. But what has that been like? Because it feels like it's the perfect amalgamation of everything you love, which is connecting with community, um, empowering and inviting people to look at health and their bodies and life differently, while also kind of tapping into your producer and TV skills. Yeah, it has been such an amazing experience thus far. Um, exactly what you said. It's like married my passion of health and wellness and then also my passion of fit, um, television producing and creating content. And I'll be honest, when I first was approached with the opportunity to become a D360 coach with WW, uh, formerly Weight Watchers, I was kind of like, oh, well, I feel like that's a diet or something. Like I don't really promote diets, but mm -hmm. the more I got to know about it, it was like, oh my gosh, this is such a holistic approach. We talk about food, we talk about mindset, we talk about movement and we talk about sleep. And the important thing that they push is like truly doing what works for you. And I think that's so important. There's so much information when it comes to health and wellness out there. And a lot of people, it's so easy to, to do what you think you should be doing as opposed mm -hmm. to what's truly going to work for you. Um, so I'm just really excited to be a part of the team. Like the app 
has blown my mind and surpassed all my expectations of what it actually truly delivers inside the app when you join the program. Um, but you just have to check it out to see what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. I, Chloe, I love seeing you shine. I am just, yeah, I'm amazed by you. I love your name. I love your smile. I love your biceps. <laughs> I love the content you post of your adorable daughter. I love the way that you celebrate fitness. I love the way you celebrate women. I'm just a big fan. I'm basically just a, a stand for you. Uh, and I'm not, not just a stand for Chloe, but not me, because that's very weird. But a fellow, <laughs> fellow CH, Chloe. <laughs> you are so sweet. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just saying, I think we should do some type of workout on the Healthiest Hot account. I feel like our healthiest hot audience and community would absolutely love that. I'm just going to throw it out there at the end of the podcast. Maybe we can make it happen. Yes. Let's do it. We're doing it. Pencil me in. It's happening. Lastly, because I know you got to pick up your little one. um, I always like to end the podcast with what does healthiest hot mean to you? It could be a mantra, a philosophy you live by when it comes to health and wellness, what the sweat movement means to you. Uh, But I love asking it because health means something different for everyone. And I love kind of, ending on that note. Yeah, I love that. Um, So for me, healthy is hot means being the strongest version of myself. And I share with my clients all the time. My mantra is to tell people that you are stronger than you think you are. Um, And that's what healthy is hot means to me. Mic drop, Chloe. Absolutely fantastic. Go check out Chloe's stuff. The Sweat Movement will, of course, put everything down below in the description. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Chloe. I love your name, too. (laughs) Oh, that was fun. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. Once again, I am your host with clearly no filter, Chloe Wilde. And if you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out because that sucks. Feel free to rate and leave us a comment. And of course, follow us on Instagram at healthiesthot. And my friends, remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. I'll see you next week.